0: This is a podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Hello and welcome to the first joint podcast from allthingsgerman.net and von-tion-sprachschule.de. I'm on the Kupferhammer station in Oberorsel, the train has just left, with me is Maria Schipri from Franz Jönsprachstunde.de and, and we're taking a walk today to the original Camp King site in the north end of Oberösel. Good morning.
1: Good morning? <laughs> a rainy morning, if that is. A
0: rainy morning. It's just started raining. We've walked down here and the rain just started. So the first thing we're going to do is leave the station. The station was rebuilt a couple of years ago. We've actually got to cross the tracks to get out. Okay, just cross the road. And we're now at the corner of the Eichwildschirmweg. So tell me, where are we? This, this is the edge of Camp King. This is where, how far Camp King went Right towards Overursel.
1: Well, we see here in this... Well, I guess that would be the right-hand corner. We see some of the remaining buildings that are left. Altogether, there are three. They are still date back to the time of the American occupation. When, I guess, when did they move out? When did Camp King actually close? Camp,
0: Camp King closed or the Americans left um Wasn't around
1: 1994
0: 95
1: okay that's when the city of Oberursel bought this property this former exclave and i think they paid something like 27 million marks which equals about 14 million
0: which 14 million euros
1: right and then which, they
0: which is approximately 20 million pounds
1: pounds wouldn't that be less? Or less? It's the other yeah, way, okay, you're right. It's the other way. Pounds. About 10 million pounds. Okay, it's yeah. the other
0: way. It's 10 million pounds. Yeah.
1: Or about 20 million dollars
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> and uh, let's see, what else do we have?
0: So what they've done is, these, these buildings, this was originally part of the site mm-hmm. that we're looking at. Right. And that was converted by the town. It was converted by the town of Oberursel in, into these
1: uh, flats, effectively. Right, right. Flats, and uh, like a new German settlement. Okay. okay. And they well, they kept the old name, and uh, they also kept some of the American names for the street names, like Elvis Presley Way, George Marshall Ring, and a couple of others.
0: Okay, and on the right-hand side, This is this is all original... Buildings. This wasn't cut. So we're effectively at the perimeter of Camp King, right? At the moment. So we've just arrived at the Elvis Presley Way.
1: Mhm. Shall we take a left?
0: We're, we go, We'll take left. Okay. And these buildings look newer.
1: The ones right in the centre are new. No, that's a. A new shopping center with a pharmacy and a bank, and they built some townhouses around here. Supposedly very cheap and family friendly, but uh, mm, the prices mm, are.
0: The prices the- aren't that cheap for right. those houses.
1: The <laughs> basic um, house price was about 430,000
0: yep. euros. Over Oslo is isn't cheap in the first place for, for houses, and these ones are meant, meant to be small for, for new families, and, and they are certainly the sort of price you pay other places here in the area for, for a large house.
1: Right. Yes, it oh, but yep. also has its own little bubble economy as far as <laughs> the real estate is concerned.
0: And on the right hand side, well, first, first we've got what looks like a generating station,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a generating substation at least, which is fairly much overgrown. Behind that, there's a, a very colourful building.
1: That's the new kindergarten, I believe, or is that...?
0: That's the kindergarten.
1: That's the kindergarten,
0: right? Th- that's the kindergarten where Sarah goes. <laughs>
1: Okay, so you would
0: know it, right? <laughs> I know it, I've been in it. Um, that's the, a that's the special kindergarten, they call it integrative, mm-hmm. because the groups are mixed of disabled and able-bodied children. Okay. So each group has a set number of, of, of or a small number of disabled children, mm-hmm. and has the, um, a higher number of, of uh, people looking after them then.
1: Okay, so I guess in the American terms we would call that mainstreaming, the kids, I suppose.
0: You where you... Where you mix the cho- the children. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's the idea. That the, the, the children are mixed. There's no big difference.
1: Mm-hmm. My kids are older. I only know this place as the voting place. <laughs> so yeah. I've been here twice. That's true. This is a, this is a, this is a polling station right. as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're walking towards the shops... So, tell me, what was Camp King?
1: Originally, it was an agricultural school that was somehow started by the university in Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. And uh, then during World War II, uh, it was turned into uh, what they call DULAG, which stands for Durchgangslager, Luftwaffe. It's kind of of like a transit camp where they interrogated pilots or, you know, allies. A- airmen. Airmen, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference in between an airman and a pilot?
0: The, the pilot uh, flies the plane. Okay. Then
1: the oh the, yeah, the, air, the, the airman is, is the crew.
0: turn for the rest of the crew. Okay,
1: yeah. that's right. Okay, where they interrogated, um, bombed down uh, airmen, and um, so there was a pretty famous place. It was, I guess, the most famous place of interrogation in all of Europe at that time. And um, they started off, I think, in 1942. They had about 30 interrogators. In 1945, they had an update to like 65. And about 9,000 airmen came through here. Okay. Some were confined in solitary confinement up to 28 days. Mm -hmm. I think they said that was the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing to see, nothing to do. And uh, then, after the war, it was taken over by the... American military, and they changed it into a military intelligence camp. So
0: they, they basically kept the fit the function.
1: They kept all the buildings and the functions. Of course, they that uh, they added some new functions, like you know the bowling alley, the hospital, and uh, all the things you need for a little military camp. But um, it was pretty much kept the same. And now one important thing to be noted is. Uh, after the war, they interrogated Nazi criminals mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of strange to think that from my kitchen window, because I live right next to Camp King I can look at the window and say, Goering was interrogated here.
0: Yeah. yeah, one of the things I was reading was that the, a lot of the paperwork for the Nuremberg trials was prepared here.
1: Okay.
0: So a lot of the interrogations... Th- like you say that, that mm-hmm. took place here actually led to a, to a lot of the um, evidence given in the Nuremberg trials. Right. The main interrogator, the main prosecutor was based in overurssal mm-hmm. beforehand okay, so we 've passed right the, around the corner, past the kindergarten mm-hmm. and this on the right hand side looks like a school
1: mm-hmm. what 's the name of the school
0: ah, that 's where it gets interesting. This is a primary school. And until this year, it was called uh, Camping Grundschule. Appropriate, Camp yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they've decided to change their name into Grundschule am Eichfeldtchen. Why is that? Well, the first thing is they say a German school should have a German name. So, we've just been visited by a dog. A big dog.
1: Yeah, <laughs> one to step back <laughs> for. Um,
0: So... Even though a lot of the r- roads here have got English names, or American names, and, and even the area is known by this name, Camp King. The
1: bus station name is Camp King as well.
0: The bus station name is Camp King. Yeah. They've decided that they want a German name for a German school, and they've selected Am eichwölchen because that's exactly where they are. They are at this place called This mm-hmm. the road, etc. Um, the other reason they've said the teachers don't feel happy teaching um, primary school children the political history of Camp King. So the things we're talking about today, they say we can't do that with, with primary school children, and it makes it very difficult for the children then to identify with the name mm-hmm. of the school. So that's the reasoning behind it.
1: Yeah, it's all a very modern settlement with that new school right here, these townhouses over there, and in front of us we see some half-timbered houses. They are still remaining from that time? Have they been renovated?
0: They've been... Uh, uh, some, as far as I know, have been. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends basically what's in them, what they're still used for. But before we get to those houses, we've got another school first. Oh yeah. Do you know what this one is? No. Okay, this is the Waldorfschule. Ah, oh, that's
1: the Waldorfschule. Okay. okay. I, of course I've passed it,
0: but... So, um... Waldorf, very special way of educating. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don 't know, they have, they have a method as far as i 'm aware' that's what I was reading in Wikipedia. They have a method uh, of teaching without using books okay. they don 't like using textbooks they do an awful lot with with board work
1: mm-hmm.
0: coursework, whatever but, but like I say, textbooks <laughs> kindergarten children are just coming
1: mm-hmm. past oh yeah in the background so happy sounds
0: so that 's a very special type of schooling in Germany.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, famous comments come from, I've, I've heard uh, famous people who went to Waldorfschule who, mm-hmm. who later have been talking about literature for example and they say I didn't have this, I, didn't, I don't know this book. Oh, yeah. Now they just don't <coughs> have the same culture as maybe another German school.
1: Right, they place values on different things, I guess yeah. running around and building and creativity. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm not sure but I think they also teach, when they do teach the major subjects, they teach him like in a block of three months. OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, that, that, that for three new months, to me. And German for three months, and, uh, yeah, different um, timetables, so to speak.
0: OK, what well, we've just passed, we've just passed this... this
1: oh, that little creek the, here, the, yeah. The,
0: the creek. <laughs> OK, we'll call it the creek. Um, this is actually older. This is older than the, than the settlement. Ah,
1: oh, yeah. So,
0: this is actually something that went through in Camp King times, mm-hmm. or even earlier, it actually goes up uh, towards Rosengatch,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and... As far as I'm aware, this almost, uh, the, the actual basis of this part of the land goes back to Roman times, because when they were building these houses, they had an archaeological dig on the site first, oh, yeah. and were finding all sorts of uh, broken pottery and stuff that's hmm. you know, 2,000 years old or something like that. Um, they were looking for other things. They were, I think, uh, I've forgotten what. I was reading no, about no, it. Um, they were looking for a particular grave which was meant to be here somewhere and okay. couldn't find it. It's meant to be go also sort of Saxon Queen or something. Yeah. But uh, certainly found all this, this pottery. They've been able to date this bit of the area. And, and that, is, uh, that creek is actually back up to these Roman times.
1: That's a pretty looking house over there.
0: That's pretty. That, that's um, what we would call Fachwerkhoes. That's a uh, t- timber-framed house. Right. But the timber's been painted, so the normal normal timber frame that uh, that I have as an, uh, from English houses is, is literally the brown timber, white plaster, right, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and this is this mm. is sort of red and yellow, or red and cream.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the so the question good. is, what's it for? <laughs> Do you know? Mm, no. No. Okay, I don't know <laughs> at I this think point. It's, it's, it's a
1: the what, private residence.
0: It could be now. It's certainly one of the old buildings from Camp King. And it's this sort of area that were then used for, for officers, for some, some solitary confinement. And what we know later, the Americans used for the defectors that uh, when later from, from the Russian side, people were coming across, inter, uh, using the German border, the inter-German border, uh, they were keeping the prisoners here mm-hmm. um, and gave them a better standard of living up here in the yeah. sort of countryside part of it to encourage them to give out their information
1: encourage them to spill even more. Exactly. For a little bit of luxury. I mean, relative luxury. Relative luxury. Yeah. Versus staying barracks. Yeah, in my hometown, actually, I mean, I grew up with American military as well because we had two camps in my hometown, Schweinfurt, Mm -hmm. which is in northern Bavaria. And, uh, I mean, I grew up in the 60s so I always saw these American soldiers coming through our little village in their tanks and, It always turned into quite a fair when they came through because in the 60s, Americans were considered rich. The soldiers were, you know. Back then, it was like uh, the exchange rate was really good for them. So when they came through with the tanks, they would throw money to us and candy. And I remember holding my first MRE in my hand. I think that's like military ration something. Ketchup out of a tube. Okay. That was really interesting, so... And, uh, yeah, we uh, always celebrate when they came in, and we celebrated when they moved out again, (laughs) because it was so noisy.
0: Okay, we're rounding the corner here at one of the uh, older buildings that's left, which is basically closed full of graffiti. I couldn't even say what it is, but there's a notice board on it. Tang Club over Orzel. Ah, yeah.
1: That's that French game. It's
0: a French game, like Boule, yeah. Yeah,
1: like Boule, yeah. yeah.
0: Right, that's, that's more familiar Try. Well, the pool and Patang aren't the same thing. They aren't? They're not. Ah, oh, okay. They're not. One of the things I learned in French was that they're not.
1: Shall we walk up this way or? Over there's the Kinder House. That, Let's go to the Kinder little, House. Um, <laughs> That's a new institution here. There's
0: there's reasons for going to the Kinderhaus.
1: Yeah, I think that's where we'll find something interesting, which has been done by an artist. His name is Thomas Kletner, and uh, well, we'll see and describe it for you.
0: So which is the Kinder House?
1: The Kinder House, I believe it's right here. Let's take a look at that sign. And here are the carvings. Ah, the carvings. So I've Mm -hmm. walked
0: past this so many times and never seen this.
1: I was here like mm, six or seven years ago when the first people started moving in. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like an open house and you know with lots of explanations. And I remember walking around here.
0: So this is this is something I've been waiting to see. Yeah. (laughs) Um.
1: This is why everything is reversed, like you had explained earlier,
0: that method of... Yep, the the story goes that when Camp King had decided it was going to pull most of the buildings down and rebuild, the um, gymnasium hall had a very nice wooden floor, and this wooden floor was set to be removed. Mm. And so the artist came in, his name was? Thomas Kipner. That was the name, Um, and carved in the floor pictures depicting the history of Camp King. Uh, the motto is, is, don't look back, there's actually a sign here. I've oh, seen yeah. the sign there. Um, and he did this, and there was a big exhibition with all the, this floor, and then the town said, OK, this is so good, we can't just lose this, but we can't keep the floor either. Um, so they made a concrete mould of the floor, which is that what we're now standing on. Right. This this is the picture, and we can actually see here, the, in, in the normal way round, What it it looked like, normal impression, okay. Let's take a quick photo of that. And what we're standing on is then the reverse impression of these buildings. I think we're taking a photo. This is going to be very difficult. We'll take a portion of it. Right. (laughs) Take the building with the POW on it. Let's see how that works out at home. So this is the bit I wanted to see.
1: I actually believe... I was there the day they had like that open house Mm -hmm. when this floor was still in the gymnasium. In the gymnasium? Yeah.
0: Okay, that's, that's, let's think about, yeah, that's 12 years ago.
1: 12 years ago? It must
0: be, it must be about
1: 1995. Mm.
0: Possibly. Yeah. So. So, so what else is there up here is there anything uh, we, we've noticed these houses up here
1: I've always a, known this area as just officers houses
0: these are the officers houses yeah this is the, this is this part of the officers houses and like I say the defectors houses
1: mm-hmm.
0: now I've seen pictures of, of British and French officers uh, prisoners officers mm-hmm. uh, being taken for walks in the woods and they, they obviously lived up here and again to, to motivate them to speak a bit more freely. The interrogation wasn't always the the how shall I put it the, the traditional cliche room with a lamp.
1: Right.
0: They took them on walks. So they they just take them for a walk in the woods here. There's so many many woods here on the way up to Oberstetten. Mm-hmm. Um and would just chat with them and would hope in the course of these chats to get information.
1: Yeah some interrogations were done in a rather subtle way, using more of a psychological yeah. approach. And, of course, I mean, I'm sure there was some torture, too, but they were not that often, I believe. There was one famous interrogator. I think almost everybody loved him. His name was Hans Schaaf. After the war, he moved into California, and somebody published a book about him called The Interrogator. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you well, describing his technique, I guess, in his book and who he was and what he stood for. And... Uh, he was actually almost well-liked by the and inmates. I, and
0: I think seem I to I remember he was very successful as well.
1: He was very <laughs> successful, that's right.
0: They, they liked him and, and talked to him.
1: And he said sometimes he, he held these interrogations. You could hardly hear him. You know? it, it was just sort of atypical from what we hear. Yeah, I did talk to a friend of mine the other day, and she said, Yeah, when... About 30 years ago, her then-boyfriend used to bring her here to take her to the movies. So, but she had to show her passport, of course, because she was stepping on American soil mm-hmm. at that time. And, nowadays, uh, yeah, they is the bowling alley and, you know, all these facilities they had.
0: I think we're going to have a loud background noise at the moment. Oh, it's going.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad they are at work. Good for the economy. Very
0: nice up here. Very German-looking, though. The, the houses, are be- the, even the new houses, are being built in a style that they actually look as if they, look, they fit in. They've, right. they've got the old-style old, old style type of windows, roofs and things, even if it's modern uh, modern materials. Which is completely different to what's on our left, which is basically yeah. new,
1: right. <laughs> modern. It looks very 90-ish nine, over here versus yeah. that style.
0: And what I think is even worse is the the small houses at Camp King, Mm -hmm. which are basically blocks. Right. They're blocks with balconies.
1: Yeah, and not much (laughs) greenery there. Back here, Mm it looks ingrown and nice big trees.
0: They have have gardens going around the outside, whereas in Camp King the garden is basically a square at the back. Right. Which everybody can look into as they go to the shops. That's
1: true. Look at that nice stone walls. It really looks very quaint back here. And they're still working, as we hear.
0: OK, before it gets too loud... Yeah, Let, let's stop here, let's not okay. go around the corner.
1: Alright, we'll, well, well, there's go ba- a sign, too. Kind of in the middle, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess it goes we'll, we'll for a turn around
0: first. <laughs> so we'll start walking back. One of the interesting things, one of the other interesting photos that I've seen mm-hmm. is the um, Kupferhammer where we, where we started at the train is uh, there's a very nice photo, which I'll try and link to, Mm -hmm. which has the prisoners getting on the train to go to the next stop. So they've been here, they've been interrogated, they're going to the next stop. So the prisoners were obviously brought um, on the train to Mm Ovarursal, and came up from the central station on the tram up to Kupferhammer, and then walked across the road and into the site. And and this is a fascinating picture to see of this old tram, and, like I say, the, the station as it was 60 years ago, and the prisoners getting on this train.
1: Is that the same train line that was established in 1899?
0: That's, sa- that's the same train line.
1: Okay, coming up to the, the
0: Going up to Hormark mm-hmm. Um, as a tram, electric tram, in the, in the years we're talking about and uh, it's certainly fascinating if you, when you've lived here and you've only ever seen the, the uh, orange and green u mm, to right. see the, these trams on the track and, and particularly how the stations looked that long ago that's a topic for another podcast
1: <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> ok, so to finish off tell me about the site you've got a new homepage oh, yeah. www.pension-sprachschule.de
1: right Spell that, Sprachschule. Uh, okay, that's S-P-R-A-C-H-S-C-H-U-L-E.
0: Okay, if you're listening to this via Pension Sprachschule, you'll know that. If you're listening via allthingsgerman.net, you have now got the address, there's also a link on allthingsgerman.net on the blog on the right-hand side. Okay. And so what, what's the idea behind the homepage?
1: Okay, I decided to get that homepage, when was it? About two months ago. Mm Because I had so many inquiries for um, making teacher referrals. People would ask me if I could recommend a good teacher or a lot of... For English? Well, for any kind of language, actually. Because they know, most people, well, my friends know that I study Italian, I study Korean, I speak English, I speak some French. So they know I'm a bit of a linguistic or want to be linguistic. And um, so people would always come to me for advice or help them to find a teacher. And the other thing was, being a private teacher myself, I often was asked to make book recommendations for parents or neighbors, for anybody. Mm-hmm. So this is what I decided to do, just trying to consolidate all my knowledge with what I have so far, okay. and uh, put it on the home page and basically tell people to visit my homepage so if they want to have more information. You've
0: got books on there specifically for learning languages.
1: Mostly for learning languages, it's but also I make book recommendations for general books, like, you know, so Pulitzer Prize winner, like 100 mm-hmm. Years of Solitude by uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I mean, anything that I find interesting or that I find worth reading, yeah.
0: Okay, and, and there's t- there's, so there's teachers on there. I can find a teacher for a language. Yeah. I can find a book. Right. Um,
1: interesting links. I put some language links on there as well. Okay. And, uh, and hmm. quotes. Yeah, I, I, I do love quotes, because I, I, I love philosophy, and I, uh, yeah, I guess it's important to me, yeah.
0: Okay, so what, what sort of quotes can we expect there?
1: What's ah, Schopenhauer, um, oh gosh, who else have I put on there? Schopenhauer. Oscar Wilde is
0: fairly prominent.
1: Oh, yes, I started off with Oscar Wilde, because I do love his writing, and I do recommend the book, <laughs> Dorian Gray, the picture of Dorian Gray, and, um... Uh, that's who I started off with, and of course, um, you know,
0: like... So the difference between the two sites, just to, to explain this, is if you're thinking of coming to Germany, you want to know how to get here, you want to know where to live, how to find a job. That's allthingsgerman.net, and if you're here, you want to know how to learn a language?
1: Yeah, any kind.
0: German, English?
1: Yeah, German, everything is included. Or,
0: or you're here on a, on a placement, you want to teach English, or you've got to teach English in a school and you need uh, resources... That's another thing. Right. That the site will be useful for. That's then mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. So how was the podcast? How did you enjoy making the podcast?
1: Oh, I loved it. <laughs> it's 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 a lot of fun. I mean, of course, you know, one one has to um, one has to prepare, and. Uh, make sure not to trip and stuff like that but it's it's really a lot of fun i mean just kind of like exploring it it's kind of like taking a walk in kindergarten and, and seeing things with a different light and talking about it you know
0: okay so we'll do another one
1: we'll do another podcast you mean
0: yeah
1: oh sure actually when mondays is always good mondays is always good we'll see, <laughs> yeah.
0: we we'll see what we do about monday podcast
1: okay okay that sounds like a good title actually the <laughs> monday, monday podcast, podcast.
0: <laughs> i shall go and see if the domain's available <laughs>
1: Okay, All then, right, then we have come to the end of the line. There's another thing that will tell us. So, that's
0: the end. That's the end. We're going home now. Okay, okay. we say right. bye.
1: Then see you around, okay?
0: And subscribe to the podcast. Yep. Okay, bye. Bye. This podcast was produced for allthingsgerman.net. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden, Neuhausstraße 3, 61440, Oberursel, Germany.